Noah Bruntmeyer. Dude, what's up? Nothing much, my friend. Nothing much. Just been just another week living this life to the fullest. Before Amen. we start, before we start, uh, we have a little bit of a shocking announcement to make. Um, this is sadly Noah's last episode as the full-time co-host. I make hey, I'll, I'll make some appearances. As yeah, you be coming coming back. We'll we'll try to get him on as often as we can, but. I will be start, starting a search process uh, starting next week, um, looking for a replacement for the full-time co-host. But this is not the last of Noah. Um, no, Noah, you want to tell him why we uh, had to replace you? Well, I mean, I got an internship. Um, that I'm going to be working 8 to 5, uh, Monday through Friday. And then after that, I'm going to be, you know, it's, since it's unpaid, I still got to make money for the fall. Right. Um, so I'm going to be working weekends and nights, evenings, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, so I literally have basically no time. So like right now it's one thirty. I would be at work. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just, I have literally like actually zero time. Yeah. So. And this is very sad, but also very exciting. Um, because I mean, now you're interning, uh, in an area that you want to have a career in. That's right. It's, it's an opportunity. My foot, it's my foot in the door. Yeah. Can, obviously cannot pass up this opportunity. Right. And uh, we're all very excited for you. And, I mean, when you do come on as a guest, you're surely going to have so much to add. So oh, much no perspective. Doubt. Yeah. It'll be, uh, it'll be great. And then you said in the fall, where are you going to be going in the fall? Uh, like college-wise? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be transferring from Honolulu to Birmingham, uh, from Hawaii Pacific to uh, Samford University. There you go. And Samford, is that – what, what are you majoring in at Samford? Well, I am going to – I'm majoring business uh, with a double concentration in, in marketing and economics and then mm-hmm. a minor in political science. Gotcha. Pretty cool. And I, Pretty and I cool. plan to go to law school after that, so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So yeah. Noah has a very exciting future ahead of him. Well, and, I hope so. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that is the hope, I mean, unless you die or anything like that happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, let's the the coronavirus gets me. <laughs> the COVID. Yeah, right. the uh, he's, le- he's leaving the podcast in my hands, which could be a very bad thing because those of you that know me, I am probably the worst teenager with technology ever. So it's going to be a learning experience for me. So if the next the audio on the next few episodes sucks, you know why. <laughs> 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 but with that, let's get started. What do we have first today? First things first, dude. Um, we got to talk about freaking sports because we're starting to get back into it. Starting to get back into it. Um, the MLB is trying to negotiate with its players on how to get back on the field. And uh, they are not, to put it lightly, they're not seeing eye to eye. Um, basically, the owners want them to take another pay cut. Um, and the players uh, obviously don't want to take a pay cut because they think they deserve to be paid. Um, I have mixed opinions on this one because on the one hand, I don't really see what the owner's problem is because they certainly can afford it easily to pay all the players. And there's um, no cap. Yeah. Um, also, but the other thing is the players are coming off as extremely selfish right now. And I don't really, I don't necessarily have a problem with it because 
I think a lot of people that get so upset are just kind of butthurt that they don't get to make a decision between $5 million and $25 million. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like I can't comprehend caring about that. Like I would just like $5 million. Like if you right. if like I was going to get $25 million, but then someone said, actually, we're just going to give you $5 million. I'm like, just going to give me $5 million. I'll take that. So I wouldn't care. Um, right. but a lot of people don't understand, it. but that's what, but that, the converse of that is like, as the players, like think about how many people's jobs, like they've lost them due yeah. to this coronavirus thing. Right. I mean, minor league players, their baseball careers are probably over because the owners aren't paying them anymore. Right. And now they have to kind of quit baseball so they can make money. Um, so major league players come off as extremely selfish in this scenario, just because it's like, dude, like just play and get, but I mean, the other the converse to that is not all major league players get paid a ton of money, right? Um, I mean, there's there's plenty of guys in the majors that make under a million dollars, so this significant pay cut is much more significant for them, right? Right. Um, and I mean, there there's some guys who are just making like, let's say five hundred thousand dollars a year, which is a lot of money, but mm-hmm. when your salary is already getting cut in half. And then you're taking another pay cut to it. I mean, it's really significant. So there's there's several sides to the coin. I still haven't decided what what side I'm on yet. But like, I don't know. I think I think the owners and players are both being greedy and selfish. And I just want to see them play baseball. So that's my well, selfish side of it. I just want to see them play baseball. From a money from, right, but from a money standpoint, they haven't played this season. So boom, they should be paid nothing right now. Right, exactly. And that's what that's what should be happening is because like yeah, they have a bunch of money. Don't get me wrong. Like I know how much money like they have. Like it's, yeah. it's out of the rear. Um but they're also not making any right now. Yeah. Um so why should those people be played when they're be paid when they're not playing? Exactly. You know? And I get that, but yeah. it's whatever. It's interesting. I just want to see baseball again because mm-hmm. I mean, I was really excited about this season. I mean, it's it was going to be insane. So many good teams, so many talented players. Um, but I don't know. I guess all in all, I think the players and the owners are all selfish. And every day it seems less and less likely that we're going to get a baseball season because they can't yeah. come to an agreement. Um, right. Which is sad. It sucks. I love baseball more than pretty much anything else. It's like in my top three of things. It's like Whataburger, baseball, and cake are my three favorite things. <laughs> and... Luckily, I still have Whataburger and cake during the coronavirus. Coronavirus did not take all of my top three things away. Mm-hmm. But moving on, you, the uh, NBA votes today, right, on the uh, Disneyland I so. plan? I think they vote today. Um, this sounds awesome. I mean, one site for the entire playoffs, that sounds really cool to me. Um, I don't, I, it, it gives me that high They vote school. Thursday. They vote Thursday. They vote Thursday, okay. Yeah. Um, it gives me that high school vibe. Like, have you ever, uh, at your high school, Noah, did, did Abilene have a uh, home tournament? Basketball? Um, I think so. Okay. I, it, maybe it's not as big a deal to y'all school, but my school, the home tournament, it was like during the school day, everyone showed up. It's like all the games are on one side. They're at, they're at our gym or our three gyms. There's so many games going on. You could go to the games like during class pretty much because teachers were cool. And it was so much fun. And obviously like fans wouldn't be at these games, but like having all the games at one site just gives me that high school vibe to it. And it's really cool and kind of like retro. And I like that. Um, I think it would be really exciting 
And I mean, it does make it a little bit easier because now you don't have to worry about like traveling with all that kind of stuff. Um, you can get more, you can get more games in quicker because you don't have to worry about like, like that's the whole thing. Like in the, that's my beef with the finals is it's like game one break for a day, then game two, then two days of a break, then game three. It's like, dude, just, just play all the game. Good God. Just play all the games. That's why the finals sucks. It's because it lasts too long. The Super Bowl is great because it's one day, one great right. day. The World Series is better because it's condensed. They have game one and game two back to back, then a day off, then game three, four, and five back to back to back, and then a day off, and then game six and seven. And it's like it's done within nine days. But right. the finals takes like three weeks. It's like, oh, get it over with already. It just, you just don't care about it. But having all of the games uh, on one side, but. One thing I did hear was that they were thinking about having – so they were thinking – like the, the NBA playoffs, the way it works is it's uh, seeded one through eight in each conference, right? Mm-hmm. And they were going to say that the top seven seeds were going to be locked into their playoff spots. And then seeds eight through 15 were going to have a little uh, play-in bracket to decide who gets to be the eight seed. And that is the dumbest thing I think I've ever heard in my life because it, like, I don't want to want like, – like, sure, it might be a little bit exci- – the Western Conference might be a little bit exciting because I'm going to pull up the current standings right now because, like, I know why they're doing it. I, I know why they're doing it. It's because they want Zion Williamson in the playoffs. They want Zion right. and the Pelicans in the playoffs. And because right now the eight seed is Memphis, the Grizzlies. Nine is the Trailblazers. Ten is the uh, Pelicans. Uh, 11 is the Kings, 12 is the Spurs. But then, like, dude, the Suns, the Timberwolves, the freaking Warriors are 15 and 50. Do these three teams really deserve a shot at making the playoffs? Right. No. That's stupid. It's ridiculous. They're just doing it so that Zion will get in the playoffs. And I will say, Zion versus LeBron in the first round would be rather exciting. Yeah. And, but also, I mean, John Morant and the Grizzlies versus LeBron would be pretty exciting. I mean, they get either team is going to get swept or beaten five, but still, they would be exciting. But here's the other problem, though: the Eastern Conference. Do we really want to see the Cavaliers, Hawks, Pistons, Knicks, Bulls, Hornets, Wizards, and Magic facing off with each other to try and get into the playoffs? No. Right. I, I just I just named off eight terrible teams. The Magic yeah. are the Magic are okay. But the, but there's just no point in it. I don't think. If if anything, if anything, you should take away these teams that just like have. Uh, I don't know it. I say. I think the solution should be. You come back, two weeks of a regular season, and then the playoffs are set. Right. And anybody who's, like, mathematically eliminated at that point, so, like, when we say, all right, there's, like, ten games left, you play ten more games, and anybody who, can't, who couldn't possibly make the playoffs in ten games, it's just done. They don't even come back. And it's just mm-hmm. those teams fighting for those spots. That's what it is. Not a freaking play-in tournament. I don't want to see a play-in tournament. I think that's stupid. I think it's ridiculous. And uh, Stephen A. Smith said it best. He said, you're telling me that I work my butt off to be the eight seed and then some scrub can have a good day on a Wednesday and knock me out of playoff contention? No way. <laughs> and I thought that was, right. a pretty, that was a pretty good point. Like, that, that's just what I'm saying. Like, a team, a team that is 15 and 50 does not deserve a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. 
in the slightest. It's, it, it shouldn't happen. Um, but I think the NBA is definitely going to – the NBA is definitely going to come back. They are going to have their playoffs for sure. And it's going to be pretty awesome uh, because this is probably the most parody we've seen in the NBA in – a long time since it's the most parody we've seen since like before LeBron joined the heat. Mm. That's what it's like. I mean, we have no clue who's going to make the finals, but very, very interesting stuff. I am for the Disneyland plan. I think that would be very cool, Uh, but we'll see. Adam, Adam Silver's a good commissioner. He's going to get something done. He's going to get something done. He's probably the best commissioner in sports. If we're being honest. I think he is honestly. He he does he does a lot of great things. He he does he does a really good job, and uh, I, I I fully trust him and his ability to get this done because I really want to see the NBA come back. Um, but yeah, that's all I've got. Yeah, have anything to add, Noah? To I don't really at all. I mean, yep. you nailed it. Put the nail on the head. Yep. All right. Moving on to a uh, requested segment. Uh, by a, uh, a friend of mine wanting to hear my opinion or our opinion on baby daddy rights. And this is a touchy subject, uh, but uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Uh, my opinions are my opinions and I don't really care what you think or any, what anybody thinks. <laughs> um, it's not my problem. Uh, so if you're offended by what I'm about to say, I don't know. Don't listen to the podcast. I've said it before. I'm, I'm going to have just as much fun talking on this thing, whether you're listening or not. Um, and I say you as a general statement to any uh, Karens out there that are going to get offended by my words. Okay, here we go. Hit it. It takes two to tango is a phrase we've heard mm-hmm. for a long time. And there are caveats to what I'm about to say, and I'll address them in a second because I hate blanket statements. I think because I'm a very individualized person, I think individually. Um, but I'll, I'll be pretty general here to start with. Um, I'm going to get a little PG 13. If you have consensual sex with someone and you get pregnant and you keep the baby, we're not even going to talk abortion here. We're just going to assume you're keeping the baby, right? Not even going to touch that. It's not, doesn't pertain to this. If you keep the baby. the man has just as much rights to that baby as you do. Unless he is a criminal or he is a felon, he's a felon, unless he's committing crimes against you or anybody else, he has just as much rights. You cannot have a baby with someone and just kick them out for no reason, right? You have to include them in stuff. That's just how it works. And maybe here's an idea. Maybe before you start doing stuff with some guy, why don't you think, hold on, do I want him to be the father of my child? Do I want to risk that? I'll tell there you, you go. I'll tell you right now, Noah. I would never have sex with anyone that I didn't want. That I not that I. I would never have sex with anybody that I wouldn't be comfortable raising a baby with, right? Because that doesn't mm-hmm. make sense to me. Because if I was if I was with a per, a girl and I thought and I didn't think she would be a good mother to my child, I wouldn't have sex with her. It's that simple. Because that's not a risk I'm willing to take, right? Sure. Um, and I think 
and obviously, like I said, there's caveats to this. Like if you're, if this person is abusive, if this person is breaking law, if this person is a criminal, right, you need to distance yourself from them. That is different. But if he just disagrees with you on stuff, you can't just say, well, I'm a mother and then kick him to the curb. That's ridiculous. Right. It, it doesn't make any sense. And it's like this idea that like, I think we, we've just like, it's like we act like because women give birth to the children, they're the only ones that have claim to it. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, you, you, you need our ingredient to even make the thing. You wouldn't have it if it weren't for us, right? Right. So it's, it's a 50-50 thing. He's 50% me, 50% you. Like, you, it's, both of, it's both of our kid. It's not just your kid. It's our kid. I have just as much right to it as you do. It's my kid, too. And it's really frustrating for me that like you see this all the time is uh, like, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's, it's really frustrating. And uh, to see uh, men's opinions on, or like uh, split households, right. When the, uh, the man and woman are not together, when they have a kid, it, it pains me to see the man's opinion be disregarded or be pushed away. Like it's not his kid. Um, right. And another caveat, like if you run out on the, if you run out on the chick, you start to lose the rights to that. Right. You've got to earn it back. Right. You can't just get a girl pregnant, leave for six years, come back and be like, Oh, well, he's 50% my kid. It's like, well, hold on. Why don't you earn some trust back? Because he wasn't 50% your kid when I was doing everything. Right. But if you're right, if you get a girl pregnant and you're there the entire time, and you're trying to be the father, you absolutely have the claim to that child. Um, yeah. I mean, am I missing anything here? Or, Well, let's talk about the legality of it. Okay. Okay. So it's called conservatorship. And conservatorship rises to, is defined as the, the – it determines who gets to make decisions on the child's behalf, such as education, religious teachings, extracurricular activities, and health and insurance decisions. Okay. And there's three types of conservatorship rights. There's a joint managing conservator, which is when both parents have the same legal authority to make decisions. Mm-hmm. There's a sole managing conservator. This is when one parent has exclusive conservatorship rights. And there's possessory conservator. This is when a parent has visitation with the child, but no legal authority to make decisions. Okay. okay. Um, that's, that's the legality side of, of it. Right. Um, but I a hundred percent agree. Um, unless there is some kind of legal um, or, uh, you know, this is why it has to be decided by a judge at the same at, at, that's my point yeah. is that you can't just people can't just say oh well it's half and half because there's more to it than that yeah. um you know there's there's dads or there's moms that uh choose to not support that child in their actions or their words right or you know even their finances um and so like it may, it may not be committing any crimes or be a felon or whatever against anyone else yeah. but they're choosing themselves not to um, and then they get into court and they say, well, actually, I want to. And then they're like, well, your actions say otherwise. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a little more to yeah. it than the whole, you know, two to tango, exactly. which I think you I think you get that. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's a very, very, very big part of it, uh, because there's a culture that we have and it's starting to change a little bit. Um, but it's not changing in the right way. It's changing more into the abortion area mm-hmm. um, of, of like, well, I just don't want the kid. So boom, done. Yeah. Um, um, but also there is the, 
there's we, what needs to happen is there needs to be a change that, um, like it's not just um, the mother's child, right? Um, right. Because there are some bad mothers, just like there are some bad fathers out there. There are some bad mothers. Oh yeah. And so, the the culture right now is that, I mean, currently at the time of this recording, the culture is really is, um, well, it's the mother's choice. Yeah. Which is like. It's not always the mother's choice and everything. If we're the mother's choice, then there's other sides to that. Uh, I was watching Dave Chappelle do a bit. Um, I don't know if you've seen this, but he was he was talking about you know he doesn't he doesn't support either side of, of the abortion argument. What he says is that if um, uh, he wants it to be like a uniform, mm-hmm. he's saying that if someone decides to have an abortion, um, and it's and people are saying well it's just the mother's choice, um, then you know that's fine. But if you choose to have it. Then the husband, have, the guy didn't have to pay child support Ooh. or be a part of that, that that kid's life, which is like blew my mind because I had never thought about it that way. Yeah. It's oh, like, huh. I have seen that. Yeah. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. I, I remember him saying that. Yeah. And man, pe- people got mad about that one. <laughs> but, but it, he's, but he's right. He though. is it's absolutely like it's not, right. It's, it's pretty much the same yeah. thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to have, if you're going to, if it's a partnership, it's a partnership. Yeah. The end. Yeah. You know? Okay. Anything else on that one? No, I've pretty much said all I wanted to say. Uh, I'm sure my rant, my rant wasn't as epic as uh, as uh, maybe people were hoping, but it's uh, it's one of those things. It it makes me more sad than it makes me angry, right? Like I just because sure. I just think no, like I mean, me personally, if I I would be furious if I was in a situation where like I was kept from seeing myself, like if I had done nothing, if I had done nothing wrong, I was trying, like I I hadn't, uh, like my actions, my finances, everything was for the child and I wasn't being taken seriously by the mother, I would be angry. Right. That would make me angry. But right now I can't see it through that lens. I can only see it through like a sadness lens. Like that sucks for these guys or that sucks for these girls. Right. Yeah. That are uh, being pushed out. Um, But like, certainly like with the abortion thing, like if I got a girl pregnant and she aborted my baby, I would be furious. I mean, that would, that would crush me. I would not be able to deal with that uh, emotionally um, because like, I don't even have children yet, but I can tell you right now, I already love them, right? The ones that I don't even have. Sure. Like, I can't even imagine loving someone as much as you would love your children, right? Um, right. So it's a, it's a touchy subject, and um, I don't know. I'm really tired right now, so my rants aren't as epic <laughs> as, uh, as they can be. I feel you. <laughs> Dude, I was stuck on a – so I went catfishing last night, uh, like straight after work, Okay. And I didn't really go catfishing. I just was riding along with um, Landon and uh, one of one of our other friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and he like we we literally were in the middle of the lake, and the engine like the motor. Oh no! Um, on the John, I was, he, had, he the guy had built his own John boat. Okay. okay, and the Coleman motor like was like. Oh no! <laughs> as we, in the middle of us like fishing, yeah. Okay, we had everything set up, we had everything good to go. We had yeah, and then we, like we couldn't get it started. Mm-hmm. So luckily, he had a uh, like a troller motor, mm-hmm. um, and so like we used that. But dude, like I was out there till maybe one a.m. Oh, um, yeah, and I, I think I got there at nine. It was just not a. I, I enjoyed it because like those are two guys that like I love like just like chilling with like hanging out. Yeah. Uh, but dude, like I, I woke up this, I woke up this morning. I was like, oh my gosh, it's 12 o'clock. Yeah. Like I just, I just slept for 11 hours, yeah. you know, I was up till like so. two or I'm exhausted. Yeah, I was up till like two or three, you know, 
playing Call of Duty because I'm a waste of oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it, but uh, I was not a gamer until this uh, quarantine started. And I still wouldn't like disca- describe myself as a gamer because like the term gamer mm-hmm. implies that I'm good at it. Like I like I don't want to say I don't want to say gamer like I say like baseball and basketball player. I don't want to say it like that. Like yeah. I play video games, but I certainly am not a gamer because I am balls at Call of Duty. I am so bad. <laughs> it's it's honestly pathetic. I, love it. I can't I can't react quickly enough. Like it's it's insane. Like I can't. I'm. It, it's mind blowing. You should watch me play because like I'll see something, but like my thumbs won't move quickly enough, and I'll get shot immediately. I think I think my kill death ratio is like in the negatives at this point. It's pr- it's pr- pretty subpar. It's about it's probably the worst one ever. Um, but I do enjoy the things that come with gaming. Like I'm on I'm on the game with my friends. We're like sitting talking and whatever as we just shoot people. It's quite cathartic. Um, and I, honestly, I did I'd never really done it. I'd re- never really played online video games until this quarantine started, and I was like really bored. Whenever I wasn't working, and I was like I might as well get Xbox Live because all my friends have it. Right. And uh, I don't know. I think it's a worthy investment. I think it's a pretty awesome thing. And, you know, a lot of people hate on uh, gaming, right? Because, I don't know, there's all sorts of, like, reasons. There's plenty of people that, like, blame school shootings for it and all this craziness that doesn't even make sense. And then I read this one story. Let me see if I have it saved. It's fine. Hey, it's an Instagram thing that didn't make me mad. It was an Instagram thing that made me happy. Hold on. Let me, I'm just going to, we'll just talk about something filler while I look for it. Um, well, I do, I, this is a good time to like, because obviously we do have to mention the whole George Floyd thing. Okay. We don't have to, but we probably yeah. should. And it'll only take yeah. a minute. Um, I, I do want to say that uh, what those, those officers did was wrong. If I was the judge, I would give all four of them the death penalty. Yeah. Uh, and as, as to set precedent for any person in law enforcement mm-hmm. or any place of authority that uses their authority, abuses their authority to murder. Absolutely. Somebody. Um death penalty no doubt on the other hand we cannot have riots in this country especially when the guy was charged with murder and manslaughter like i mean what, what the justice system doesn't work in in 24 yeah. hours like last night there were riots in dallas like like literally like yeah. why oh yeah for sure um you know so i, I still have to say like absolutely those guys should be charged um and should either be given the death penalty or go to yeah. jail for their lives um but at the same time, we can't have rioters. And those, I get those are two totally different issues, yeah. but they are very – they're definitely yeah. connected. Um, um, and there's no, just, there's no justifying riots and, and hurting innocent yeah. businesses and people's I, uh, lives. You know? I, my heart goes out to George Floyd and his family because that's just awful. Um, but I'll say this. I'm about to sound really insensitive. Um, George Floyd is just a guy to me, right, because I don't know him. So I don't have that personal feeling about it. Uh, that his family sure. would, but I'll tell you what, Noah, if one of my basketball teammates or any one of my numerous black friends was killed by a police officer, I'd be furious. You know what I'm saying? Like it would, sure. it would, it would get to my core. I would be angry. So I can understand that. And I'll say this. I'm not for riots because I personally don't really have anything that I want to riot about. It seems like a kind of silly way to get things done. If you ask me, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. It gets nothing done. I kind of respect their balls though. Because, I mean, just, I mean, it's it's one thing. Like they're 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 they're, they're at, at the very least, their point is being heard right now, right? 
they're 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 getting their if their only goal is to get their point across, I guess okay, because now people are like seeing like, hey, you know what? They don't like this. Um, and my my thing to the like the police department would be like, hey, you know what? If you don't want your uh, police department to be blown up, I'm not justifying what they're doing. I'm just saying, like logically, if I'm a police department, I'm like, you know what? Maybe we should stop killing black people, and they won't blow our stuff up. Is what I would be thinking. But the but the well, but also there's. There's a there's a there's a other side to that too though. It's like sure, like that definitely gets their point across. But the whole like stop killing black people, there's not just killing black people. Like there are more whites were killed um, by cops than white people were in the past four years. Yeah. So it's not so, systemic, yeah, that... and it's not just black people getting killed. So when you think about it, like stop killing black people, that's honestly favoring one race over another, which comes yeah. down to so let's just say let's racism just say in a cops different form. stop killing people for no reason um but right and that's what that's yeah. my point that's what, if we just stopped having jerks in the world and a-holes yeah. in the world the world i'm be a lot certainly not for abolishing the police i'm going a little bit out of order here i'm certainly not for abolishing the police but every day overhauling it seems like a better and better idea because i heard a chris i heard a chris sure. rock joke that was like the police department is too important to have a few bad apples he goes it's like having it's like he goes it's like pilots. i agree we can't have american airlines uh, saying, well, you know what? About ninety percent of our pilots like to land the planes, but there's about ten percent that are just the bad apples that sometimes crash into the mountains. Like you can't, you can't have that. The right. police department is too important. So my, my, I agree. This is just a preliminary like idea. I'm not saying we should do this. I'm just like, what if we did it? What if we put? The, I'll use the term "put the police on hold" for a second. But basically, we just spent about a year overhauling the thing, reevaluating every police officer we have and during this time we let the military run the show for a little bit what if we what if we well that's where you're that's that's where you're getting into constitutional stuff i I do see see my point it's just that's just my idea of like what could we replace them with for like a year while we figure out how to fix them right right and that's like my my preliminary idea but this i'm gonna go back to the riots because like i said i respect their balls um someone made a point that like I, i i almost see like protesting and like rioting as like a little kind of American because it's what we did. That's how we got our freedom. Right. Um, but hold, well, hold, hold on. I would hold say on, they're, I would say protesting hold and rioting are two on. different things though. That's, that's not, I'm not, I'm not comparing them. My point is, so they'll, okay. co- people will compare it to the Boston tea party or whatever. And I say, okay, I see what you're saying. That's bold. That is bold because you know what the Boston tea party was? It was kind of an act of war. That was the American saying, look, we are so angry right now. We are going to secede mm. from you and we are going to fight you. If that's what you're saying. Because um, that's, that's why I'm going to question the logic of this. Right. Ha- explain to me, like right. to me, rioting just plays into the racist white people's hands. Right. Because what, what is a racist white person's dream? Right. An excuse to kill a colored person. Right. I mean, am I? Sure. That's all you're doing. I'm not saying that they have a right to kill you because you're rioting. I'm just saying you're giving them a reason to in their minds. They want everyone to see you the way they see you. They want they want mm-hmm. they want people to see you as a group of people that need to be controlled. And when you riot, you come off to them and they're like, "See, I told you we need to control these boys." They're going crazy, and it's going to make things worse. So if you're going right. to compare it to the Boston Tea Party, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, whoa, I see what you're. I see what yeah, you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But are you ready? 
But also, they didn't have representation. You... Like the Boston Tea Party, they had no representation. The African American community, the, the the Black Lives Matter community, has representation. They can go vote. They can use their voice. They can go protest. The Boston Tea Party. You have to remember, this yeah. were different times. These people did not have equal mm-hmm. representation. They were, didn't have the right to freedom of speech. They were getting killed for saying anything yeah. at all. So there's there's a there is a there's yeah. a difference there in rioting and the Boston Tea Party. Yeah, and I, I see, you that see that too. And that's um, why my point is more of the like, are you sure you want to compare yourself to that because of what the Boston Tea Party was? Right. That was the Ameri- the colonists right. saying, we're ready to secede. My question is, are you ready to secede? And if you are, do you actually think you can beat the United States military if they send them at you? Because right. I don't think you can't. Because I'll say this. It's a firm. The note. Revolutionary War and the Civil War are the exact same thing to me. If, if you look at it generally, it was a group, sure. a group, yeah, one was a group one, of one rebels seceding from the big power in order to make their own country. Do you know why we won the Revolutionary War? Because we weren't on the same continent as them. I'll tell you. Right. My apologies. My phone connected to a Bluetooth device. Ah, I see. Yeah. I forgot to turn my Bluetooth off before we started. So where was I? Oh, I was talking about the Revolutionary War and the Civil War. Right. I said, you know why we won the Revolutionary War? It's because we weren't on the same continent as Great Britain. Things would have been a lot different if they didn't have to take so much time shipping troops over here, right? It made it a little bit easier. The South lost because it was against the United States on the same continent. Any group seceding from the United States at this point will lose to the United States because... Like, if you, if you secede from the Union, you pretty much just have an army. You don't have a Navy. You certainly don't have a Marine Corps. And you absolutely do not have an Air Force. That, that's, a, that, that, that's the thing. The Air Force, like, you know who has the, I've said it before, you know who has the biggest Air Force in the world? The United States. You know who has the second biggest Air Force in the world? The United States Navy. It, <laughs> it's, it's, it's an unwinnable fight. So that's why I'm saying it's bold to compare yourself to the Boston Tea Party. It's bold to compare yourself to the early Americans right. because, listen. I don't know that we want to go down that road. It's not a winnable fight. Right. And if you secede from the Union and lose, which you will, it's going to be worse. Yeah. Because ne- I guarantee you, after that war, the racist white people, or racist anybody, will be louder than ever before. They'll be all there, out there, just all the good old crazy country boys that are that hate black people are gonna be like, you see, they tried to secede from the union and kill all of us, and they're they're gonna be louder than ever before. It'll be worse. See, that's that's again, I question the logic of the riots because I don't really understand how it helps you. All it does is right. get, all it does is get your point across, but it allows for your point to be misinterpreted. That was the beauty of the movement in the fifties and sixties with Martin Luther King. It's because how could you in your right mind be okay with what was happening to them? They were literally just walking in a street and they were getting hosed down by people. And when you watch, when you watch that, you have sympathy for them, right? You're saying like, Oh my gosh, why are you doing that? You know? Um, Now I will say this, there are reports coming out that uh, there are uh, white people that are instigating the right like there there's people i've heard that that and i i absolutely believe that because that's something that like the crazy people would do um in order to paint a picture um because i believe i i honestly believe that the uh the rioters in the black lives matter movement are the minority of the black lives matter movement i think 
most of them are still trying to be peaceful, right? It's just that we only see the crazy ones, right? Because that's what the media wants us to see because the media divides us, right? I think. Right. Um, and, but the most important thing that I want people to get from this is I'm disgusted by what happened to George Floyd. I barely was able to get through that video. It was the worst thing. It was one of the worst things right. I've ever seen. I mean, the only, the only thing that I've witnessed, uh, actually, I haven't witnessed anything worse than that, to be honest. Um, it's terrible. Um, all four of those policemen, I, I'm, I'm with you, they should be charged with murder and pro- they probably should get the death penalty because it's terrible. Um, and systematic use of your power to kill someone is, is terrible. Absolutely yeah. terrible. And we can't Regardless stand for it. Regardless of race. Yeah. Regard- yeah. We cannot stand for it. Um, and it disgusts me. But like I said, um, I, have a, I have a little bit of respect for the protesters because you know what? I'm, I'm for standing up for what you believe in, right? Absolutely. At, at the base yeah. level. So I have that respect. I just, I just question the logic. Um, it doesn't make sense to me because, and like I said, I just haven't been in a situation where I'm just sitting there like, you know what? And another thing, like, I don't think it's okay to like destroy businesses, but like at the same time, like I, I just, this is going to sound mean, but I don't care about a target in Minneapolis, you know, like, like, oh, right. a target in Minneapolis burned down. Like, eh, whatever. Not my target. I don't even shop at Target. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just because I'm yeah. a that's But that's just because I'm a jerk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. Um, I just, I just, personally, me, I just think about the, the long-term impact that it would have is like, if we're allowing people to do this crap, yeah. it's, gonna, it's just going to keep happening. Yeah, well. There's no order to society. Well, also, like, the other thing, like, I just don't even understand how, like, those two things connect. Like, um, like, uh, not many people know, like, uh, when, uh, like, if my, if, no, if you were shot um, by a black person, or really, it, it doesn't matter. If you were shot by anybody, my first instinct would not be, you know what? I need to start burning down some stores. That'll show them. Like, you know what? Right. What, where, how do those connect? Like, that, I just don't understand how you get from like point A to point B there. Like, it, 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 just, doesn't, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, but I don't know. We beat it to death. Um, we've said our piece. Uh, that lasted longer than it was supposed to, but um, I think it need. I think it was important and needed to be said. Um, sure, sure. Uh, All right, back to your Instagram thing. Back to my Instagram thing. We were I, originally- <laughs> <laughs> um, I cannot. I'm having trouble finding it. Dang it! Uh, what did it say? Give me the gist. Give me the okay. gist. Okay, it was uh, this mom who had like a teenage son, and she said, "I love video games." She said her teenage son, like during the quarantine, was like playing with the boys, which is what I do. And there's like four of them and they play Fortnite like every night for hours. And she said that they, they uh, like sometimes when you're on a game, you get matched up like a, a random will be in your party and you just talk to them. Mm-hmm. And they were talking to this kid and they thought he was really cool. And turns out like they're all like seniors in high school. And this kid's like 11, I think, or 10 or whatever, just a kid like my, my brother's age. And uh, they're like talking with them and they decide that he's like really cool. So they like invite him to their party like on Xbox. And he starts, like, playing with them, like, all the time. And then they find out that his birthday was coming up, but he couldn't – it was a quarantine birthday, so he couldn't have anyone over. So they, like, made this whole big video game deal where, like, they, uh, like, they sent a bunch – they, like, got his address and, like, sent a bunch of, like, presents to his house and stuff and, like, like spent so much time with him on uh, Xbox. And she's like, this little 10-year-old boy was all depressed because his birthday was going to be quarantine, and this group of high schoolers uh, 
decided that he was awesome and they were going to make a like a video game birthday party for him. And I was like, that is so cool. Like, that is definitely, cool. and it just totally a laugh in the face to all the people that say that video games are good for nothing and all that stuff. Like, well, you can you can make you can make good out of anything, pretty much. Right, and you can make bad out of anything. So exactly. At this point, let's just make good out of everything. Boom, kumbaya. <laughs> okay, I, Ace Hardware story, and then we'll talk ASC. ASC. What is it? Oh, a- Abilene Swimming Club. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Ace Hardware. So, uh, I've talked about carryouts before. Whenever I carry these heavy bags of crap for people, this one guy comes in and orders fifteen bags of topsoil and ten bags of uh, sand. Go outside to check. I'm like, mm-hmm. sir, we only have six bags of sand. He's like, oh, that's cool. I'll just take all those. I'm like, all right. This is uh, 15 pounds or 15 bags of 40-pound topsoil. So 15 times 40. 200? That is 600 pounds of topsoil. 600? Name my math is way off. <laughs> uh, yeah, 15 times 40. Is let me make sure. Let me do it one more time. Fifteen times. 40. No, you're right. You're yep. right because it's it's four hundred and then two hundred. That's yeah. You're right. So six hundred pounds of topsoil, and the sandbags are eighty pounds each. Four hundred eighty pounds. So in total, that is one thousand and eighty pounds of stuff. I take it in two loads, so five hundred pounds each, pretty much. The tires on our dolly are a little are flat and i have to push it up a ramp pushing Ooh. 500 pounds up a ramp with flat tires is not easy so i finally not get it and, and the guy's just watching me do it right which is fine i don't really expect help but i get up there and i start tossing stuff and like the topsoil like sometimes the bags split and like get dirt everywhere right the bags that I had weren't split because I don't give customers split bags, but they had a little bit of dirt on them because they like getting these creases and I can't get it all out. I'm not going to freaking, I'm not going to make it look perfect for you. Right. I, I shouldn't have to. Sure. He, he laid a blanket down in the back of his car and I'm tossing things in and he's like, can you please be more careful? You're going to split the bags. I'm like, no, I'm not. I know what I'm doing. And I didn't say that. I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'll be more careful. But in my head, I'm like, stop talking to me. Just let me do my job. I'm the one getting paid here. <laughs> You are paying me 100% of the money to do 100% of the job. Now leave. Um, and he keeps on saying, like, please be careful. Like, you're getting, you're getting dirt everywhere. And then he got mad at me because I split a bag. I'll let you in on a secret. I didn't split a bag. That, the bag just had some dirt on it. So I go to get the other half. I push it all up there. And when I get up there, he tells me to leave because I'm not being careful enough and I'm getting dirt. I'm splitting all the bags and getting dirt everywhere. I was like, show me which bag is split. He goes, all of them. And I like, looked at all of them. And I was like, I don't see any splits. And he's like, well, just, just, just stop being careful enough. You're going to split one. First bag he throws in, guess what he does? Splits it. He splits it. And I laughed at him. <laughs> I laughed at him. I went, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> laughing at him. Like, oh, you think this is funny? I said, I think it's hilarious. And he's like, what's so funny about it? I was like, well, you just fired me because you didn't want me to split it. And then you split it. What's not funny about this? He's like, oh, yeah? Well, why don't you bring your manager out here? I was like, okay. Call my manager out. She goes, what's the problem? He goes, your employee is laughing at me. And she goes, uh, okay. And she's, she's, like, <laughs> she's like, and now I've got all this dirt in the back of my truck or in the back of my car. And uh, she goes, well, 
did you put that dirt in there? And she goes, and he goes, yeah. She goes, well, then why did you just try to make it sound like he's the one that put the dirt in it? He was trying to make it sound like I split the bag. How dare he? I know. What the audacity. I'm just sitting there like smiling at him like this guy. And she's like, okay, well. This chotch, this jabroni over yeah. here. Yeah. So, <laughs> and she was like, well, since you don't want him to put the bags in there, I guess you can finish it yourself and we'll just watch you so we can take our dolly back. And he was like, he was all mad. Like, dude, oh, just, yeah. Like, honestly, like, this is my policy on like the carryouts. Like, the more you buy and the more I have to load, the less room you have to be annoying. Sure. Like, absolutely. Like, I can't stand whenever I'm like loading all these bags in there and they're like telling me how to do it. It's like, hey, hey, which one of us is wearing the red vest? Okay. Well, why don't you let me do it? That's right. Uh, bothers me, but like that guy, I, I'm I'm a professional bag loader here. Okay, <laughs> so you can step back and let me do my professional job. Exactly. <laughs> Basically, I mean, honestly, it's like people don't know that they should just do things that don't annoy me. It's it's not hard. That's right. Only like how oh, dare they? Only like a million things annoy me. So just don't do any of those things, and we'll get along. Like that's right. It's not hard. Noah doesn't annoy me. Well, everyone, everybody, just be like Noah. And then I won't be mad at anymore. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I, I got my faults. I got my fair share of faults. No faults that apply to me. <laughs> okay, there you go. There we go. I'll, I'll, I'll agree to that. Uh, all right. We got to talk about this. Bro, okay, so here's the deal. I never thought this really existed until, like, I started working at the swim club. So when I'm, when I'm not – I started my internship this week. But I've been working at the swim club as a lifeguard mm-hmm. um, for the past couple weeks. Yeah. Um, and so, basically, I see kids that their parents drop them off mm-hmm. at 11 a.m. Yeah. And that's when we open. And they pick them up at 8.05 p.m. Right. Five minutes after we close. Okay. And I, and I sit there and I'm like, okay, I get that, maybe for a day. Yeah. These, there's just one group of kids that gets dropped off at 11 a.m., picked up at 8.05 every day, and they've been doing that. For the past like week or two, yeah. And I'm like, okay, so really, your parents just paid for a membership for us to babysit you. Yes, pretty much. So that's not my job. Wait, wait. How old are these kids? These kids are probably junior high to freshman. Okay. In high school, so like middle middle schoolish, intermediate school area. So like old enough to be like left alone at places. Because I remember like our moms used to like drop us off at the mall. When we were like eighth, eighth grade to freshman, and we just wander around there, go to the food court, buy some shoes, watch a movie and stuff. We did stuff like that. Right, right. But we didn't do that every single day. No, no, no. And no. that's my thing. Yeah. So I looked up, I looked up this, um, and I, of course, I don't want this to be a rude person in saying this. Um, hold on. I looked at this definition, okay, because mm-hmm. I, I had heard this term before. I never really understood this, um, and so I looked it up. You ever heard of what a latchkey kid is? No. So this is, like, super interesting because I'd heard it. I never really understood it. A minor left at home unsupervised while the parents are out or away, also called latchkey, okay? The average amount of time a latchkey kid is home alone either before or after school is approximately two to three hours, mm-hmm. Okay. Child, usually younger, like ages 17 to 13, or 7 to 13, who comes from home from school to an empty house and is left unsupervised, 
and to fend for themselves until someone older comes home to watch over them. This is usually done two to four hours. This name or phrase originates from the latchkey of a door because the child is often given the responsibility, privilege, or burden of carrying a key to the house around them, uh, around with them. Even in school, the key is typically worn, worn around their neck and kept in a hidden area of the of a book book bag, but it is also sometimes hidden under a doormat of the house or in some other hidden location near the door. Okay. So basically, and it's it's a see also child neglect. Yeah. And so like, I these kids don't have school right now because it's summer. Yeah. So I think I I keep picturing this like this is the summer version of a latchkey kid. Yeah. Their parents drop them off at eleven a.m. And they pick them up at 8 p.m. every day of the week, except whenever we're closed. And they just have us raise their children for them. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm not paid enough to do that. So yeah, um, I've just kind of gotten tired of it. You know so. what's kind of similar to that is, uh, like, have you ever worked at your church's vacation Bible school? Uh, like once okay. back in Arlington. Yeah, I do it every year. I'm the, I'm, I'm, uh, the rec leader for vacation Bible school. And all the time, like, I see these kids that are like, I'll call them, like, they're not troublemakers, but they're the ones that, like, they're crazy, right? And they don't seem to be sure. taking it seriously. And then I realized to myself, like, wait a minute. The reason the kids from our church are, quote, bet more well-behaved and more into it is because it's special to them. It's once a year that we do vacation Bible school for them, right? For a lot right. of these kids, they go to a different VBS every week. Because their parents really? just treat it like daycare. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, Yeah, they're, I can't stand that. And it's, it, it, it's sad, you know? Like, um, it's, and then yeah. you start to understand, like, that's why it doesn't matter to them. Because, like, they've definitely already – because so many churches use the same stuff. They're just like, I've already learned all this. Like, what do I care? And then they start going crazy. Like, that's definitely my uh, personality. Like, if I, like, whenever I was, like, eight and even when I'm 19, if I think I already know something, I'm like, I'm not paying attention to this. I just go do my own thing. Right. Um, right. So that's sad. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you hundred percent. Uh, if you're done with that, I have one more thing to rant about because I found a thing on Instagram Dude, that annoyed me. Okay. Can't have an go episode without Instagram making me mad. So this person, right. I seriously, I just either need to delete this app or just stop going on the, uh, the search, like explore thing. But if I do that, <laughs> I run out of material. So I just keep on going on it. <laughs> this person said, can someone please explain to me why sports are segregated by gender? Because I don't understand. What? Excuse me. And then, then they made some good points. They were talking about like things that shouldn't be separated like, by gender, like video games and uh, chess and like those kind of things. Like, cool. Definitely don't segregate those. That doesn't make any sense. Basketball? Like, I, I, lo- I love like, uh, like women that say, like, we are exactly equal to y'all in basketball. Like, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, I'll tell you right now. I don't think there's... There wasn't a girl in my high school in my four years that would have made our varsity basketball team. Yeah. All 15 of I mean, them. If, if they had tried, maybe. If they had tried, maybe a, a ba- like a backup or something. No, I think. I mean, if, I if think, they had, if, well, if they, if they had tried their entire life, is what I'm saying. Like, if they had worked up to it. Maybe. But, like, I, seriously, I, I, I'm telling you right now, all 15 of us were better than every single we were better we were the 15 best basketball players in the school hands down like people it it, it wasn't even close the girls team wasn't allowed to play the guys team because they weren't good enough our coach literally told them (laughs) when you can beat the freshman team then you can play the jv team and if you beat them you can play us because we will only scrimmage the second best basketball team in 
the school. That is the only team we'll right. scrimmage. And uh, when I was a freshman, we blew out the girls' varsity team by like 30. And uh, like I've, I, I watched a lot of girls' basketball uh, this past year. And uh, I don't think there's a single game that I watched where I saw these girls playing and was like, yeah, they could. I don't think that every single time I watched, I compared them to my team and decided that they would score more, no more than 20 points against us. Hands down. And that's 6A basketball that I was watching. There wasn't a team out there that was good enough. And it, it just doesn't okay, make pause. Okay. Pausing. Uh, you're breaking it. Oh, okay. Can you hear me now? Say that one more time. Okay. Yeah, say that one more time. I now. said I watched a lot of girls basketball, 6A girls basketball, mm-hmm. uh, this past year. Lots of it. I think I watched like 40 total games. And every game I watched, I decided that no team – and obviously this is just the eye test – but I don't think there was a single team that I saw that could have scored 20 points against my team. Now, that being said, my team is really good. So I'm sure there are probably like crappy boys teams that they could have beaten, but certainly not my team. Um, and it's, it's absolutely ridiculous to think that boys and girls as a whole are on the same level in sports because they're not. Now, if you want to go individuals, there are plenty of girls that are better than boys at things. That is a given. No one's arguing that in the slightest. But to say that like, like as a whole, like girls and boys, just the general statement are all equal in basketball. Like, no, they're not like literally your ball is smaller. Your three point line is closer. And you're going to tell me that you're exactly the same. No. Right. And then like, they're talking about like, there shouldn't, they said that there shouldn't be, a boys' team and a girls' team at any level. It should just be the team. At any level, Noah. There are, I'll say this, at some school, not, not at my school, I've already said that, but I'm sure at some schools, like, there would be girls. You would, you would see female athletes die out if you didn't do that. Because it, it wouldn't matter. that like they wouldn't, they wouldn't, Imagine if the WNBA and the NBA combined. No women would be drafted. Yeah, that maybe some, right. maybe, but I like I, I, I say it all the time. I, I guarantee you, there are college kids that could go into the WNBA right now and dominate, average thirty points a game, because they're they're sure. all six six and can play above the rim. There's what two girls in the WNBA that can dunk. Literally, everyone in college can dunk. Every one of them. It's a completely different game. It's played differently. It's just, it's just insane to me that, uh, I don't know, it's, it's annoying to me. Um, one thing I'll say, though, I want softball to be abolished because I think that softball, I think that fast-pitch softball is annoying. Um, I think that they should just, I just think they should just play baseball. I don't get why we had to, like, completely change mm-hmm. the game. I think girls' baseball would be way, way better than uh, softball. I'll say this, though. The only thing that softball does better is they definitely – take care of their arms better because I'm pretty, it's proven. You don't hear about many softball pitchers tearing their UCLs and rotator cuffs. Like the way they're pitching is definitely safer than the way dudes do it. But I'll tell you right now, sure. baseball is terrible for the human body. But I'll just say this, like, honestly, like I think I would go to more girls baseball games than softball games. Hmm. Because like when I think softball, I don't think of fast pitch softball. I think of like, dads with beer bellies 
trying to hit tanks. That's what I think of when I think of softball. <laughs> um, I have a friend that plays softball. She's going to be so pissed when she hears this segment. We're just not going to let her listen to this episode. Um, <laughs> hey, man, I got nothing against softball, so she can just listen. She can just listen. She can be, she can be mad she at you. She mad at me. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I just repl- – I, don't, I guess that's the one that doesn't make sense to me. Like, I don't understand, like, why, why we invented a different game at them. Like, I, my point is that girls can be good at baseball, too. I, don't, I, I guess I, – or, I don't know, make, make it both. I just want to see girls baseball. I want to see chicks playing baseball. Uh, oh, I'd love that. Like, like freaking Monet Davis. That girl was awesome. You remember her in the Little League World Series? That was yeah. great. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I think that a girl – Who's that singing in the background? <laughs> I won't go into that. That's a, that's a rant for another time. Well, this is like your last opportunity to. Hey, I will. I won't. I won't. I won't expose right now. I'll expose later. How's that? Sound? All right. But yeah, I don't know. We'll leave. We'll leave I, it at that. Yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying though, and I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, like that's it. Just like blew my mind. Like 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 you don't understand. Because I'm telling you right now, if we got rid of the division, it would uh, you you would see female athletes die out because it's the same reason. So like their their solution was you just make it uh, like there's just more JV teams or something like that. There's just one varsity team. It's unisex, and then like everything's unisex. It's like okay, but like who the heck? plays a sport if they're never going to be on varsity in it. Right? Like it uh right. like how many how many like guys they spend 3 years on the JV team and they quit before their senior year because they know they're not going to play, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of women would do that because that's the thing is they get their own thing. That's why they get to play at a higher level. Right? Because sure. they have their own thing. They have their own way to get their foot in the door. They're playing the same game. It's just a little bit lower level, but they get to play a higher level. You wouldn't see as many women, as many female athletes. It, it would start to die out. But the converse side of it is you would. I don't know that I could say that for sure because I don't know as much as you do, but um, I do see But the, uh, the converse of that is you would start to see some freakishly athletic women, the motivated ones. Who want to that? Oh, yeah. That would be the good upside is you would see some of the most talented women we've ever seen if it went like that. No doubt. But that whole plan to me screws a lot of women out of, uh, um, screws a lot of women out of like collegiate futures. Because yeah. colleges don't really have JVs. They do have JVs, but like they don't have JVs that matter. Like, their JVs, it's not the same as high school. You know what I'm saying? That is taking right. opportunities away. Now, instead of having 15 gr- people on the girls' team and 15 on the guys' team, 30 total college basketball players, now you only have 15 because there's no second team. Right? Sure. Uh, so that's my point. But uh, someone like re- responded to it, and I didn't agree with this either. It was a guy who was like, well, that's going to screw a lot of guys out of spots on the team. It's like, uh, what? Just be better. I don't what. Like what, what? What are you complaining? Yeah. Let the let the performance let the performance yeah. speak for itself. Um, yeah. I'm just saying I don't think that combining them is a good idea because it certainly is not the same thing. 
certainly is not. It's yeah. completely different. But yeah, that annoyed me. Um, that, and that's not to say that that's not to say that like in the in the distant future that if if they were to be combined that in the distant future that you know maybe it would work out. But like currently right now, because people have been trained and have been playing a certain yeah. way, uh, a certain distance, a certain size ball, kind of yeah. thing like that. Um, it, it wouldn't work off the bat. It's it, not to say it wouldn't work in the distant, distant mm-hmm. future, but it certainly wouldn't work in the yeah. short term. Well, I've been saying for years that the solution to the WNBA and college women's college basketball and women's high school basketball is to lower the rims so that they can dunk. Hmm. Because I'll tell you right now, it, uh, I compare the WNBA to high school JV basketball because in high school JV basketball, you don't have the crazy athletic plays, right? You don't have those awesome fast breaks mm. with the lobs over the head, people dunking. But in high school varsity, you do. In college basketball, you do. And in the NBA, you do. If you added above-the-rim play to women's basketball, people will tune in. You're telling me right now – you're telling me like, there are millions of men who would love to see chicks dunking on each other. That would be awesome. I'd love to see that. My, my ex-girlfriend one time – we were playing, me and her were playing two on two with people and they lowered the rim because they wanted to dunk. And they were all like, all the guys that we were playing with were like six, three. And I'm like, you can't already do that. Like, okay, we'll lower the rim, make it easier on us. Cool. Um, but I threw a lob to her and she dunked on a dude. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen. It was awesome. Imagine if girls dunked on each other all the time, if they had fast breaks and they cocked it back and slammed it, that would be great. That I would love be that. Awesome. But like if you that, that's just great entertainment. Yeah, but if right you say there. that to them, they get offended and they'll be like, oh, you're saying that we can't we can't uh, we can't do the same things. I'm like, that's exactly what I'm saying. If you want to do the same things, why don't, <laughs> why don't you why don't you like you're proving it every day. Only two of you can dunk. But if but all right, let's go the other way. If you don't want to lower the rims, you want to be exactly the same as the guys. Why don't you move the three point line back a little bit? Why don't you play with a bigger basketball? They don't want to do that either. Maybe they do. I don't know. Uh, maybe that would be step one in integrating the sports is to play the exact same Ooh. game, move the three point line back. Sure. But also, I don't know, like me personally, um, like it's hard. It's hard to get past the mental barrier of playing against a girl. Like whenever I play one-on-one with a girl, I always end up shooting a bunch of jump shots um, because I'm aware that I'm about seven inches taller and about 60 pounds heavier and if I do something wrong, I can do a lot of damage. Whereas if I'm just barreling into sure. a dude who's the exact same size as me, like, like, who cares? But like, it's like the same thing as like when I'm playing like my little brother. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to crack my little brother's head open by bowling over him and trying to slam the thing. Like, you're careful, right? Sure. It's just one of those things. Like, not everything is going to be exactly equal. I, I, I don't know. You have to. I, I don't know. I've, 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 I've said too much. I don't know. People are going to be mad at me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm still having a good time. Um, <sighs> anything else before we uh, call it a, call it an episode? I don't have anything else. I think I've made enough enemies for one day. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sure you'll get a lot of text messages. Yeah, a lot of text messages. But Noah, it's been fun, buddy. 15 episodes. Yeah, man. Uh, we will try to get you on as often as we can. Um, next week, sure. Uh, I will have Jake Stacks with me. Um, he will be filling in uh, lots of exciting things to discuss several old stories from our past playing uh, baseball together and uh, it'll be a good time. Uh, Be sure to tune in for that one. 
Um, and with that, uh, goodbye, Noah. We will miss you. And uh, I've been Jesse. And I'm Noah. And this is usually right, but probably wrong.